Welcome back to Talking Football with Hank and Putt. I'm Putt, and I'm here with Hank. He's a football expert. Hank, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. We're here for episode two. Uh, my first question for you is, um, how often do you think we'll be changing the name of this podcast? We've had, we're two episodes and two names. I think we're... Um. I'm not sure. Okay, um, so we think we might stick with this one for a while. Is that what we feel like? Yes, that's right. the plan. All right. Well, let's get into the games. It seems like our podcast is going to be about games that happen on Sunday. There's Monday night games going on right now. Um, but, you know, hey, this is when we have time to do it. So we're going yeah. to talk about the games. And if there's, a, if there's a Monday night game that's particularly important to us, then maybe we'll wait and, and discuss that one after, after it's over. Right? Or we'll discuss it in the next episode. There you go. That's a smart idea. All right. Well, okay. So a lot of interesting stuff happened uh, in week two. Let's start with uh, the Miami Dolphins, who came back to defeat the Ravens 42-38. An incredible comeback. Uh, give me your thoughts. Um. If you didn't know this, the Ravens were destroying the Dolphins, which was kind of a surprise because I thought it would be, personally, I thought it would be a pretty close game. Um, Tua Tungalaivoa and the Dolphins, they had three drives, or I'm sorry, they had four drives, including the drive that won the game. Those four drives, they scored four touchdowns, and that's what got them back in it. That's correct. Outscored the Ravens 28-3 to in the fourth quarter, uh, which is just an insane amount of scoring by one team in such a short amount of time, especially a team who's going up against um, the Ravens, who sort of they're not known for pulling in Atlanta Falcons and giving up big leads very often. Yes. So – that was a crazy good game. That was fun to watch. And it seems like Tua is now the, – the critics are probably going to sort of have to go away a little bit. He looked great. And um, it looks like between his development and Tariq Hill coming over, they look like they're the real deal. What about the rest of the receivers? What do you think? Uh, they have Jalen Waddle who scored the game-winning touchdown. Um he is really good. He is fast. Uh, Waddle um, went 11 catches for 171 yards and two touchdowns. That is very impressive. Um, unless he's like the prime target, you don't get that many catches for that many yards, especially when you have another good receiver on your team, Tyreek Hill. It's really quite the one-two punch, isn't it? Yes. All right, so we we really look forward to seeing more Dolphins games. That was um, that was very very exciting. Um, all right, the other game I really wanted to ask you about, um, or that you wanted to talk about, that you thought was interesting, it may be a bit surprising, was the Cowboys and Bengals. Tell me what you're thinking. So obviously, uh, the Cowboys lost their quarterback, Dak Prescott. I think he is gone. For the rest of the season, um, I don't recall if it's the whole season. I thought there was a chance he could come back late in the year, but if um, they make it to the playoffs, I bet he'll be back for the playoffs. But that's unlikely. 
So our our thought was, you know, when you hear that, most people, I think, when you hear that Dak Prescott is out, whether for the season or for you know most of the season, you think, well, that's probably it for, yeah. for the Cowboys. Especially They're, when you're playing a team this good in week two. The Cowboys are playing the Bengals. Their backup quarterback, Cooper Rush, he was really good. Rush goes 19 for 31 with 235 yards and a touchdown, which is a solid game. Um, if he had regular games like that over his career, that would make him the second best Chicago Bear quarterback of all time. More on that later. Um, ha. So, yeah, that I, I think, you know, in pretty, pretty intriguing stuff for Cowboys fans considering how you were feeling earlier in the week uh, and then going and getting a tough win against the Bengals. That doesn't mean they crushed them. They only won by a field goal, 20-17. to 17. So, right, but a win's a win, right? Yeah. So, yeah. got a win. Maybe, maybe Rush continues to develop, and who knows what they have there. It's that makes them one-one after a week one loss to the Buccaneers. All right. So before we get to the most important game of the week, I I'm I don't want to spend a lot of time with this because there's nothing even remotely surprising about it. Uh, but you know, we do have Bears fans here. You know, on this podcast, real quick. Tell me what you thought about the Bears and the Packers. Packers win easily, as they always do, versus the Bears. The Bears had an early lead, 7-3, to three, and then it just went downhill from there. So, Yeah, really not much to say, is there? If you want to keep it short, that's, that's a good way to yeah. keep it short. Ten points for the Bears. Um, they did have a nice drive. Uh, Rodgers, it looks like maybe a little bit. You know, he's lost a little on the fastball. I saw some inaccurate throws that you don't usually see out of him. But still, the, whenever he plays the Bears, he just he's never felt more comfortable. They win easily. Nothing's new. It is tougher because he did lose his favorite receiver. And more on that team later. All right. So we got those games out of the way, some good ones, a couple of good ones, and then one uh, stinker of a game. Uh, but the craziest game of the weekend – a season saver for your Arizona Cardinals. Tell me about it. The Cardinals had a crazy game, so they're getting destroyed twenty to nothing. And twenty to nothing at the half. They scored touchdown, so it's twenty to seven, even though it doesn't look too hopeful. Um but some so they score another touchdown on a 21-second play in the red zone. Kyler Murray, he had all the time in the world. He just kept scrambling and scrambling. He was pointing and pointing everywhere, and finally he just ran it in for a touchdown. It is one of the most incredible plays you'll see all year. Um, he had to uh, make some crazy moves to avoid getting sacked early in that play. Yes. And then about seven or eight seconds into it, I think I told you they mentioned this on the broadcast that the defensive teams tell their players, hey, if you can go all out for seven to eight seconds, no play goes longer than that. This play goes 21 seconds. And 21 seconds might not seem long, but for a football play, that is maybe the longest play. You've got 275 to 300-pound uh, defensive linemen out there, and they they basically just stopped. They, they couldn't go back and forth anymore. It was an incredible thing to see. Uh, during that play, as a Cardinals fan, your emotions had to be going all the way from one end to the other because you had no idea what was going to happen. 
And in the end, what's he do? He finally runs it in for a touchdown. They get a two-point conversion, and then that gives them life. That gives them – so now it's 15-23. to 23. Raiders kick the field goal. So it's now – So you still know um, – you know, you have that incredible play. You get the two-point conversion. You're still down at eight. So it's still kind of a long shot. There's plenty of time, so time wasn't an issue. But um, they finally get down there. Now, what happened, They, if you remember, they – they do end up scoring the touchdown, but it takes them forever. They get down to the to the goal line, right? So they make it to the red zone, and they um, they get to fourth and goal, and a another running play. Or Kyler Murray's just like in the back in the pocket, just running a uh, running a bunch, and um, finally one of the one of the cornerbacks decides to hold uh, Zach Ertz. So that's a flag on fourth and goal, which is which so just kills the Raiders. First down, and the Raiders, incredibly, they stop them like three more times, right? Yeah, so they stop them all the way down to fourth and goal again. And Kyler Murray back in the pocket. He's rushing out. He's going back and forth, and Finally, he runs it in for another rushing touchdown. And so that puts them at 21, and if they score the two-point conversion, that goes into overtime. Right, so they go um, they go for two, as you have to. And is it uh, just an easy little toss to the back of the end zone? What happens? So he's also still running around. Um, finally, he finds no, nowhere close to open, but he finds a receiver. And throws a perfect pass to the back of the end zone, which goes over a guy's hand that was less than a few millimeters. And um, find somehow he catches it in the back of the end zone. An incredible catch. But just when we think, oh, you can relax and they're into overtime, they go into another long review because they couldn't quite tell if he caught it or not. So they did review the catch after they wanted to see if it hit the ground or if his feet were out of bounds, and it turned out to be good. So, um, All right, so now we know, um, you know they're tied up. There was no time left. It was literally zero uh, ticks zero on the clock when, the when clock, Murray yeah. scored. So they go into overtime. Uh, Cardinals win the toss and get the ball first, and uh, they drive it a little bit. Um, they were looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. They get to like a fourth and one just across midfield. Now they've got to score a touchdown on the first drive to win. Uh, those are the yeah. rules. Mm-hmm. And then um, a couple of plays, they actually had a kind of third, like third and one. And the defensive back, I forgot his name for the Raiders, makes two incredible plays. So on third and, it was like third and six, something like that. Or maybe third and four. And Murray... Does a QB uh, like a little option? An option runs to his left and he pitches it to the running back. He's got it, and the defensive back makes an incredible tackle to keep him short. So now it's fourth and one, and usually the Cardinals go for it, probably the most in the NFL, I would argue, and they um. So they're going for it. Marquise Brown is wide open down the sideline, and he's got it. Murray hits him right in the hands? Yes. 
and the same defensive back for the Raiders hits him really hard. And the ball comes out, goes out of bounds, and they reviewed it again to see if he had possession of the ball. And if he did, that would have been a catch, a fumble, and that would have gone out of bounds and the Cardinals would have touched that last. So it would have been their ball on, like, the Raiders' 20. So two incredible plays by the defensive back from the Raiders. He just saves the game for them. So they Cardinals turn the ball over and downs, and now it's a pretty precarious situation. There's only about five minutes left in the overtime. They're very short now. and uh, I believe it's ten minutes. Ten to start, and they got her down to uh, like five or something. But anyway, the Raiders have plenty of time to go down. They get a kick a field goal, and they get a couple of plays, and it looks like they're – I think we – thought based on that red field goal line they had on the screen they were like one yard away from it so hunter they they're at midfield about and Derek Carr throws to hunter Renfro about 20 yards past midfield and he catches it he runs for about five yards until Zaven Collins knocks it out but they had luckily they had another guy to come out and recover it for the Raiders. So they still have the ball on what could have been a real game changer. And remember, if you have the second if you stop the team and you have the second possession, um you can kick a field goal to win. Yep, you don't have to just get a touchdown. Whatever the next score first score wins on after the after the first possession. So now they're on like the they're two yards away from field goal range. They can probably make it if they get stopped. And the next play, Hunter Renfro gets the ball again. It's another play that probably took a nice good chunk out of the out of the field. Mm-hmm. So that makes him in front of field goal range. But then Isaiah Simmons, who had a terrible game last week, made his redemption and he he uh, poked the ball out. And Byron Murphy Jr. picks it up and runs it all the way back to the end zone. An incredible seeming ending to the game. And now we're like, all Cardinals fans are probably going crazy. Right. But then they have to review another thing. Now, they're reviewing it for a very long time. So the Cardinals are on the field. They're celebrating. Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals coach, he's waving the guys into the locker room and saying, hey, it's over. Well, except, wait a minute, what's going on? So they review, so Byron Murphy Jr., he's running into the end zone, and he throws the ball as a celebration. But they were reviewing if he threw the ball too early and it went out of bounds. And it's been a huge problem. And it was really close. They didn't have a very good camera angle to see it, and I think that was why they were reviewing it for so long. Yeah, no, they always tell us that the NFL – uh, offices have more angles than maybe we get on the TV. Yeah. But on the broadcast, we saw no good angle, nothing that was even really close to being near the goal line on top of him or, or yeah. as a profile view. It looked to me, I said it when it happened live, that it looked like he threw the ball right as he was crossing the goal line. The announcers kind of glossed over it and said, oh, it's close, but he's over. And then hey, on to the next game. But it, it was a he strange was finish. And there's been problems, and is the rule if you get over the... As long as the ball crosses over the, you know, 
goal line. touches the, the plane of the goal line within your possession, then it's a touchdown. So it, it can be an inch after that, and you can let go of it. But what would your advice be to uh, uh, ball carriers uh, who are about to score touchdowns? I say if you just don't throw it at all. Make sure if you want to throw it, you can put like five steps in the end zone. Then you can throw it as far as you want, wherever you want. Yeah, run through the back of the end zone and then throw that ball if that's yeah. something that's important to you. Don't don't risk it. That yeah. that could have could have been a disaster. In the end, it was an incredible second half by the Cardinals. Uh, teams that go zero and two almost never make the playoffs. So the fact that they were able to pull that off uh, really is an incredible uh, an incredible finish for them. Maybe saves the the season, and um, and it seemed like they finally kind of found something with their offense in the second half. And now that makes them a way better team. That gives them some hope, uh, especially after having their best defensive player go into that team. And um, that defensive line, that's no joke. They have Max Crosby and um, Chandler Jones now. And I think they just, in the beginning, maybe not a great performance, but in the end they, they did what they need to, needed to do. So. All right, bud. Um, is that's pretty much all I wanted to cover. Uh, we ran quite a bit longer than last week. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, that's it for today. All right, we will mention uh, Notre Dame in a crazy game. Get got their first win. Um, maybe we'll uh, give them a little more attention the next time. Uh, next time they play. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Well. This has been episode two of the new name, newly named uh, Talking Football with Hank and Putt. And uh, signing off. Good to see you. Bye.